0: back around the zinc about around the zinc it's it's more rotted out than it was last time you were here a little bit potentially rotting what has happened oh nothing it's just okay. soaking up that ocean air and yeah rotting salty
1: ocean air. yep i think by the way the last time i was around the zinc was
0: uh we had Jamie Brissick. We this. sure did have Jamie Brissick. What, yeah. What's Jamie Brissick up to these days? I see on Instagram, it seems like he's off gallivanting. I think he's living his best life. Yeah, he really is living his best life. He is live, laugh, loving all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> he's gather. He's, um, what, which is your favorite of the white women signs um, white mom signs?
1: That's a classic. Live, live laugh, laugh love. love
0: is probably the classic. What about gather in the kitchen, though? Yeah, I haven't seen that as frequently. Oh, Really? Yeah. Would you put a gather sign in your own kitchen? Heck no. What is the what is the most feminine? I hate to be um, sexist Sexist here, but what is the most feminine and or gay <laughs> uh, a sign you have or thing you have in your home? Oh, man. Because you're a single man, right? So, yeah, but there's remnants of uh, ex-wife. So what, like a,
1: a papri? There's a Oprah Winfrey, like... Um, Elo would love this. The coffee table book, like when she finished her run yeah. on her daytime show, I think they put out like a coffee table book, 20 years of Oprah or something like that. See, so 20 that, years of
0: Oprah uh, still on your coffee table? I have that in my bookshelf, yes. Oh, it's totally awesome. Collecting a, dust. That is a total deep cut that I didn't expect to get. That's really good. Um, yeah, it's come up in
1: conversation occasionally. Like as I've had dates over in the last five years, they'll be sitting on the sofa, we'll be having a cocktail and they'll just be surveying the books and they're like, Huh? Twenty years
0: of Oprah. You're into Oprah?
1: But it turns out I am into Oprah. I like, mean
0: but that's totally great and I'm sure it is it's valuable in the time in the moment, right? Could be. I mean there's no way somebody's like, ugh. Nobody nobody sees a book of Oprah. No woman sees a book of Oprah and says, ugh. True. Like it makes me look woke. Precisely. Yeah. You're either woke, you're sensitive, you're I mean you're one of many good things yeah. for your Oprah book. I'm gonna yeah. get a book of Oprah.
1: Christmas will roll around <laughs> it and I'll keep <laughs> that in mind. I'll make myself a note right yeah, now. Yeah, sweet. Um. Yeah, so speaking of Brissick, though, I feel like we owe listeners an update on Westerly, the film. Yes. Not that we have one, but we can at least discuss it, because I feel like we've discussed it off air. Obviously, Brissick wrote the book. Um, was it Becoming Westerly? Was that the title? I think that, yeah. Uh, I only ask because the title of the book and the film are different, but I think the book was Becoming Westerly, and he's been working on a documentary for years. Years. About Peter Druin transitioning into Westerly Windina, and then... The big reveal is the book ends with him getting the surgery. Yep. And the film ends with Peter actually going, Westerly transitioning back to Peter. That's been the development since. But the film, I feel like it was locked off two years ago and they were in post-production and now we haven't seen it. Yeah. Any insights?
0: I, I feel, do you have any insights? Only what we've discussed amongst ourselves. I don't even
1: remember discussing it with him. It was like us and Kevin and maybe Warshaw. That's true. I
0: think there has been a development since then. Uh, I think the uh, release is imminent at this point of the the film.
1: What's held it back?
0: Um, Maybe the story. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe that it wasn't, it was still developing. And yeah, and I was even confused about Westerly. She didn't, reverse the surgery right no she just presents as a man
1: she's living as peter right now but with feminine genitalia surgically yeah
0: yeah surgically uh whatever
1: yeah adjusted Adjusted. to to front to a feminal feminine um genitalia but living visually as peter druin
0: ain't it crazy it's a mad, mad, mad world, David It pre-scales. is a mad world. Yeah, it's what a it, hard story to follow. It is. It's really hard. I mean, and which may be part I mean, I have no idea, but that maybe that was part of why. If it was a if it was like this celebration of you'd think, I always thought, Oh man, Jamie Brissick is hitting this story out of the park in the moment that I know, you know, genderqueer, whatever rights stuff is is becoming like mainstream like you know headline news and then i was always equally confused about how is this not like the biggest bestseller and or like just such a hit movie but maybe it is because that peter is less of a sympathetic character yeah then it's not i mean yeah from what i understand it's not like he he's just really a complicated guy i think or girl or whatever yeah I think... I don't know that he's that likable right. she's that likable, to be honest. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I don't know that um, that community wants Peter slash Westerly to be the spokesperson. And so I think that's... This is all conjecture. We, again, not from Jamie himself, but kind of what I've read between the lines was exactly that. Is like, well, as filmmakers, we have a responsibility and we're ultimately going to take some of the blame for how this is presented. And if Peter isn't a great representation, then... We are going to look like we're just sensationalizing this story or whatever. Um, I say, damn the optics and it's a compelling story sure. and just
0: publish. I mean, yeah. That's I mean, kind of my thought on I it. Which I think, and I think it is coming out, but it's like, I mean, son of a gun. It's hard, especially when you have communities who are up in arms about something. Not that the, not that the whatever, LGBTQ community is up in arms about the film, but like, I mean, thinking when I was thinking of it initially, I thought, oh, home run, right? This is a trending, trending totally. issue at a, at, you know, and it's an interesting story. But then when you look, just look at the minefield that Jamie has to tiptoe across, like, I mean, mines everywhere in, that, in telling that story.
1: I, I know. I think about people get canceled nowadays. You yeah. know, if you're a professor, you got to really watch what you say publicly or post on social media or something like that. But I wonder, can you even cancel Jamie?
0: I mean, I'm sure somebody would try to cancel Jamie, right? I'm sure. They, to what end, though? Like, what could
1: you really do to Jamie? Oh, uh,
0: I mean, he can.
1: He makes his living as a writer. Yeah, he can still write. I mean, I guess people wouldn't pay him to publish, in theory.
0: I mean, I guess. I feel he, like there's
1: enough outlets to where you he still could make a living.
0: Well, when you think if you got canceled, that that would be if you actually if it was enough to get heat and people actually, you know, really like your cancellation. Isn't that such a weird concept of canceling people?
1: It's gonna um, age really, really poorly. Yeah. Well, the problem with it is, is the people who are doing the cancel can- canceling um, are championing like um, causes and like you need to be more open-minded and inclusive, and yet they are completely excluding the yeah. person that they're canceling. They have zero forgiveness and zero can- grace. Can- yeah. For the person that they're persecuting in that moment, but they're championing on the other end, grace and acceptance. It's I, a completely hype, uh, I didn't understand, critical.
0: I didn't understand cancel culture until pretty recently. And it's too bad my video series ended because the next video was going to be canceling the WSL, which was going to be pretty funny.
1: Well, that leads into something that I do want to talk about, yeah. but I'll enter this conversation through a uh, Sonny Garcia update. Yes, um i'm gonna read to you a direct message that i got it says i just read that sonny garcia's children aren't allowed to update on his condition per a court order wow i hope that you guys can dig into this it speaks to the surf surf culture overall why are we so secretive look how long it took for the truth to come out on andy irons look at owen and tyler wright in any other sports or entertainment sectors we hear so much about the people that we follow but not in surfing. Is it just about privacy or something deeper? The irony with Andy Irons is that once the truth came out, everyone patted themselves on the back for being open and apparent, open and transparent about AI struggles while disregarding the lies and how they once intimidated everyone who wanted to talk about the truth. At some point, they will have a documentary on Sonny and his depression and how society needs to be open and not stigmatize mental health issues while being oblivious to the fact they perpetuate the same stigma. These are public figures. In the world of surf, they are gods. We
0: deserve to know. What are your wow. thoughts?
1: Do we deserve to know?
0: Um, I think surf is really. I've been on both sides of this issue, I feel, or champion both sides of this issue before. And I think where I sit now is, yes, yeah, surf, these are public figures, but surfing is also so tiny. So it's like, I mean, it is a small community, really. And that's part of what makes it so great is that it is small, right? It's not basketball or football or baseball or movie stars or whatever, right? Like these how many people know Sonny Garcia or knew of Sonny Garcia? Maybe maximum a couple hundred thousand, right? In the world. In the world. who, yeah. When you say the name Sonny Garcia would have any kind of resonance. Right. And so uh, keeping things, I think there is value to treating things in the surf world or the surf community like a family and not putting everything on blast. But then again, also, I mean, to, to the... Uh, commenter's point, uh, like, when it gets hypocritical and and absurd, uh, I think in the in the case of Andy in particular, especially after somebody dies, not that the gloves should be off, but come on, let's just, let's speak honestly. Uh, Sonny's case, I think, is different because Sonny is not dead, and uh, so it's a whole different mess, I think, with Sonny as opposed to Andy. So, I think if somebody dies, not that it's fair game, but the truth should uh, take priority to family sensitivity, etc. But if somebody's still living, I don't know. I don't know that this uh, sunny thing just is a terrible mess. I, I think I'm curious. What do you feel like your responsibility
1: is as a quote journalist in the surf space? Um, you're right. It is small and insular. And therefore, we all kind of know one another. It's hard to tell talk crap about friends, or it's hard to you don't want to tell dirty gossip or secrets about friends and yet that would be your best currency as the writer sure if you had that information and
0: I will th- this sunny story in particular I mean also you like to me the story is what dictates how I'll approach it like if the story if there's value there and meat there then I'm all in it doesn't matter feelings be damned I don't care about obvious or hopefully obviously don't don't care about protecting people's feelings in, especially in the surf world um, even though I just got done saying we should treat things gingerly I don't know why I said that a weird thing to say because I don't believe that in this sunny well, case this though, thing I, is so ugly this sunny case I just don't think there's a story the problem is we know it's a we know every beat of the story it's an attempted failed suicide allegedly right allegedly uh, woke up in the hospital but is more or less probably a vegetable and without any real hope you know, frankly, of of recovering in any meaningful way, right? And so that's the story. The on Beachcrit's comments, people were talking about HIPAA and all that. Like the reason there's a court order, somebody said, and I don't know how I can't remember. It was Otto's been there, one of the one of the classics. Uh, said something about um, the family doesn't have legal rights, Since Sonny's still alive. The family can't share his medical history without his approval but he clearly can't give approval and or the guardian Sonny has a guardian who's not his kids or something right so it's a this legal mess over over the medical access to me is not very interesting it would be interesting i suppose if sunny had fully recovered or had recovered meaningfully enough to live some you know to be doing stuff mm. but i mean he hasn't right yeah and i don't think and i think his the from medical professionals who have weighed in, or, and/or that I've talked to, the prognosis once you're in a coma that long, or once you have oxygen or lack of oxygen to your brain that long, you know the the it's a very bleak prognosis.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm curious about the legality that uh, they're talking about. Yeah, it was very curious that the kids in that Instagram post stated that they're legally not allowed to discuss. So there, m- there must be
0: a, there must be a fight between like a family fight over guardianship and, or the guardian is closing down, you know, whatever Sunny's kids are doing and discussing
1: the, the condition, his condition somehow
0: uh, I have is not, a breach of apparently, I mean, interesting. To, but again, to me, uh, you know, uh, it's a bummer, but the, the, that one is just such an ugly mess. It's really an, ugly Oh, it mess. feels so ugly, but okay. So
1: what I wanted to bring it back to is, um, it is worth discussing these things publicly and writing about them and reporting on them, if you can sidestep potential future problems. Sure. So yes, mental health should be an open discussion, and we should know about depression. We should understand what Sonny was struggling with, with Andy Irons, whether it was drug usage. Like those are things that we should absolutely put on the table to destigmatize them.
0: Completely. And I think it what when when Sunny first allegedly committed you know attempted his his suicide i think the the depression issue and all that really did get dealt with i mean i think even kelly and everybody weighed in on you know just depression and you know whatever i think it but i don't know how you i mean i guess you can keep bringing it up the but i mean i felt that it really did get dealt with right So, so what about andy like andy on tour
1: using drugs using illicit drugs and also by the way a lot of that stuff being um, supplied by handlers who work in the industry so there's this you know uh i don't know what of secrecy that travels with him that everybody's kind of in the know about but nobody discusses that's problematic that allowed it to get to the point that it got to like it could have been discussed for five years prior to you know it ultimately ending in a death
0: yeah i mean i I think that's with anything right if something's allowed to in a dark room then it can metastasize and get weird where sunlight is the best you know is a is a what is it Astrogen? is that the right i'm not sure that's a great word though it's astrogen. i think that's what it is uh but yeah like it sunlight is cleansing right and so it may be difficult like if the entire world knew about andy's struggle with addiction then the entire world would have been you know or surf world like would have been, I think. I, I just, I don't see a downside to people being open and honest yeah. about the problems, even when it, even when it stings.
1: Well, those, the way that those stories are told outside of the surf world is through journalism. Yeah, I need to put the onus on you, journalism. But your sure. Instagram handle is Surf Journalist. That's what I am. I'm
0: a surf journalist.
1: So we need you to uncover some of these gritty truths.
0: It's funny. Uh, did you see the? Um... The Economist, yesterday, did the professionalization of surfing, thanks thanks to the Brazilians. I read your article
1: on it, but I didn't click over to The Economist.
0: The, uh, so anyway, the it, it opens with, you know, 15 years ago, after a surf, you'd go have a, or whatever, professionals would go have a beer on the beach, and now they go train and all that, which... Um, I was thinking about it, thinking, no, you know, this I mean, I think Nick Carol got in the comments and said surfing is always be, there's always the person professionalizing surfing ever since
1: He run he rattles off ten names
0: Exactly in chronological order. Completely. But the but this epoch I think of training and all this kind of stuff, I think there's less gritty stories to be told, or less less interesting stories in the margins, I'll say. Hmm. Like I think surfing don't you think? No. I mean, what? Tell me a story that that you're interested in right now. I mean, that like is not you feel is not being covered. Like the the World Surf mm-hmm. League and the way it's run is, and what their hopes are and all that is interesting, right? Yeah. I'm trying to hammer that the wave pool thing and the greenwashing is interesting. Trying to hammer that, but in terms of like kind of a personal gritty story, is there anything out there that you think is not being dealt with? Do to I mean, I, I have one, but that you can discuss. No.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But that's the only one that I can think of.
1: Yeah, I think there are endless stories to answer your question. Like Gabriel, using Gabriel Medina as an example, like he would be a fascinating guy Completely. to spend two weeks with on the road writing that long form De- piece.
0: Derek is desperate to do it. Derek is trying real hard to push it through.
1: obviously I'd be shocked if. Uh, Gabriel gave access to anybody but like I want to know about his family dynamics that relationship with his dad you know or stepfather Charlie is so bizarre to me like the lack of separation between your personal life and your professional life and co-mingling those things I think can't end well almost inevitably can't end well they they're gonna poison one another and why would you jeopardize your personal relationships in pursuit of your professional relationships you know just keep those things separate go chloe and dino style yeah. you know and not that chloe's won the world title so there's that but i i mean there's so much there that's fascinating i hear to you me. i hear you and, on that. I, and i think gabriel medina is going to be the example the john jones of like only john jones can beat john jones basically um it he's going to just do a bunch of blow and hookers and end up getting you know um uh, fined by the Nevada Athletic Gaming Commission and not be able to fight for three years in the heat of his prime, you know, or in his prime. So Gabriel Medina is going to do that same thing to Gabriel Medina. And I think he kind of does it every off season because he always comes back at the beginning of the season, not strong, losing
0: events. Do you think he's going to lose coming out of the gate this season? Or do you think, do you think last year's devastating loss to Idolo do you think he went into the off-season thinking, no, I'm uh, I'm on it this off-season? I really haven't been tracking him, but I have a feeling
1: he will not come in hot at the beginning of the season. To snap, you think? I don't think no so. No
0: hot snapper run for Gabriel Medina.
1: I don't think so. If and he,
0: if you're comparing him to Idolo,
1: Idolo is surfing Huntington Beach this week in board shorts when the water's 58 degrees. It's cold out there. 58 why was he, degrees why was he and he's doing that? It. I have no idea, dude. The guy is He's a madman. He's a madman. Yeah. And he's... Tons of time in the gym off season. Like he has been focused. I remember him posting Instagrams the week after the day after maybe he won the title, like hitting the gym, Yeah. you know? So the guy doesn't take time off.
0: Do you think that, uh, that sort of dedication and like the way it's covered with a sheen of fun also, I mean, it also always looks like it enjoying what he's doing. Yes. Do you think that's intimidating to a guy like Gabriel Medina? It's a good question. You can get in the gym and you can you could do what Idolo's doing, but if you're not having if you're looking at that guy having fun doing it, yeah. I mean I would be intimidated by it. I think I'm just grinding away here, trying to be the best I can be. This guy's doing exactly what I'm doing and laughing. I think you're right. Be intimidating. That's a good point. I think um,
1: Gabriel, when he has his head down and he's trying his hardest, he still tends to get screwed by judges or just like especially in the early days you know it's like oh well that's air we don't even know how to score that air so it ends up getting a six instead of an eight or something so i think he's been up against that and that has to be so frustrating so then for idolo to come through and what gabriel doesn't realize is that surfing just by the pure nature of the way that it is, we're going to gravitate to the guy who's having the most fun. Sure. And we're going to allocate more points to him and trying doggedly to get the score just is less appealing aesthetically. Oof. And so Gabriel kind of where Gabriel has placed all of his, uh, focus on is kind of missing the point. If he executes perfectly, he's still kind of missing the point.
0: So back to storytelling though. Okay. I totally hear you back to storytelling. Uh, Yes. Gabriel Medina story, interesting. I think we know Edelos, more or less. Uh, is there anybody else on tour that you think, or anybody off tour, who you think, mm, we're not not enough is being told here? I'm not saying that I don't think there's great stories out there, or lots of stories. I'm, what I'm wondering is, where where is the ball being dropped by surf journalists the world over, besides... One example that I can think of.
1: I can. I mean, honestly, I think of them all the time. Off the top of my head, I'm going to struggle. But one is the Wright family is yeah. compelling to me. The Owen, Taylor, I'm sorry, Tyler, Mikey, they've all dealt with injuries that sidelined them in their prime for a year or two or more. And those things weren't very openly discussed. Completely. And I feel like there's a lot of smoke and mirrors there.
0: The Wright family is... Is a major story that's being fully blown by surf journalists. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Yeah. I don't know who else. Yeah. I mean, I think the funny thing is, not that it's funny at all, but I think uh, with the World Surf League becoming a content media thing or whatever the, what's their, what's Elo's tag, his good business speak word? It's a, we are a. I don't know. Whatever it is, a media company now. I guess not a sports league, a media company. Uh, so th- I think they've kind of walled a lot of those stories off, but then aren't doing anything with them. Not, yeah. the, I mean, you know, theoretically they should be, I don't know why they do Kelly Slater 24. I mean, I know why they do it. They yeah. still think Kelly's a marketable name, but it should have been Gabriel Medina 24 seven and all this kind of stuff. Um, right. Yeah. So I want to talk about that. Uh,
1: this fits in with a wall of positive noise, which is funny that you harp on that. And I think it's a great, it's a very, very accurate way to sum up their whole agenda. But I watched Kyle Lenny's Mic'd Up, or Sound Waves, I think is what they call it. They just released it yesterday. Did you watch it? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? I
0: know that, I know the... Uh, series. series but yeah I didn't see that one so they travel
1: it's a little documentary I'd say 15 minute long documentary they travel with Kai Lenny and Lucas Chianka through Nazare for the big wave event that they had two weeks ago and it's minimal editing the whole style of this series is minimal editing they call it sound waves because those guys are mic'd and it's just following them and uh, you're a fly on the wall through this kind of 24-48 hour period so Kai Lenny is almost—I don't know—the embodiment of ELO sure. in a surfer form. Like, talk about wall of positive noise. Kai Lenny never says a negative word. He never isn't smiling, and it's sickeningly sweet. Did it look fake? Yes, it completely. does. Completely. That's the point that I'm headed towards. It—he's laughing with this high pitch. Like, Lucas, look at this. You know, and like, it's—it's. It's, Reminds me of being in high school, where people are like trying to put on a front. To it just feels so like a very, very thin veneer.
0: You don't think that you don't think that Kyle Lenny it just is a very thin veneer of positivity. That that's honest to goodness. It could his, be his depth. Uh, it mean, could be he's just a happy guy having fun out there. Wakes up, has fun, no dread coming into his door at night. Just it's a lot vibe. less interesting for sure. So his talent is. Undeniable. Yeah. Like
1: the guy is a freak of nature. And so you go watch what he's doing, but for him to, like, there's no interest there for me almost as the viewer. Like, he needs to have, I want to hear fear. But that's, but that's he's like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to ride the biggest wave of my life of, that anybody's ever ridden. And then he goes out there and does it and chop hops down the face. And then he comes in and he's like laughing, yoo. giggling. Oh, I just put in a six hour session. Woo, you, you know, yeah. throwing out yous all the time. And I'm like, oh, is this guy for real? Like, where is with the hum- humanity. The humanity there's no which
0: relatability is, at all which is back to Andy Irons I think that's what made Andy Irons yes, compelling right absolutely. is because there was there was depth even if the depth was you know not I mean saw a person with a Dependency problem is not the most interesting story ever told right but that that
1: struggling is precisely
0: and then that and then how Andy grew up where he grew up his family is dynamic with Bruce the real rage that would come out you know on and on and on and on which is what made I think Andy the people's champ right yeah whereas Kai I think could win Kai could literally go on I think and win I mean, not that he literally could, but figuratively, go on and win the CT, win the Big Wave World Tour, win the Devin Howard's Longboard World Tour, all in the same year. Do a say figuratively, he could do this, right? He's not a good enough. And a, and surger, a stand-up but, paddle. Tour, and stand-up powder. And a kite, and a paddle tomorrow. He could win every surf thing in the entire world, and to me, he still would not be interesting. Like yeah. I can completely appreciate what he does physically. Yeah. And I mean, the word freak, I hate the word freak gets thrown around way too much, but Kyle Linn is a proper freak, right? Totally. What he does in big surf, what he does, just what he does, but beyond what he's doing physically, I don't care what he says. I don't want to know what he's, you know, unless, unless he was saying, you know, crazy things.
1: Or interesting things. And he's not. Yeah, of course. So, I like, would imagine. Kelly is great because he's articulate. Not only articulate, he's a deep thinker and he's got controversial opinions, you know, that we all kind of take a side about. And probably autistic, too, Kelly.
0: I mean, you you think? Kelly, I think Kelly is so spectrum-y. For sure, Kelly is spectrum. He's either was born spectrum or put himself onto the spectrum just by being a – Kelly's a genuine weirdo. Kelly Slater is a weird human being.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. First of all, I don't think it's okay to call people on the spectrum weird. And secondly... they are
0: weird. That's what makes them weird. They're on the spectrum.
1: Secondly, I don't know... Well, I don't know enough about autism to even diagnose Kelly, but I don't think... He doesn't remind me of people that I've known who are... Autistic?
0: autistic. I mean, I don't think he's like full-on fifth grade. No. The kid in fifth grade who had autism. I think he is, though... I think Kelly is so bizarre that that's what I'm going to call... I'm going to call people on the spectrum just bizarre. (laughs) Kelly is he's, uh, bizarre. I don't get bizarre. I think
1: he's a freakish talent. To use your, the word freak again, he's a freakish talent who also uh, is a thinking person, and he's okay sharing those
0: thinking, you know, those thoughts publicly. Look at Kelly's personal life. It's strange. He can't sit it's still. Detailing. I mean, he can't sit still for more than four minutes right like and not in a kinetic kind of kyle aid you kind of way but he's constantly on the move uh constantly doing sort of strange stuff while always constantly also like absorbing and being involved in like really asinine media like beach grid and stuff right like where just his his the way he lives i think is very very atypical
1: it's totally atypical. Yeah, I guess you're right. The autistic thing would be have value in terms of like to even accomplish that level of anything in life. You yeah. have to be some.
0: Your brain is somehow, but Kai Lenny apparently isn't. But I guess Kai Lenny hasn't accomplished what Kelly has accomplished. Th- so the other thing about Kai Lenny... is the most interesting thing about him that he likes Taco Bell is that why they keep bringing that up. W- so is that a paid advertisement? No, I mean it I has think, to be. I, feel, I mean I'm sure he's getting t- t- now taco bell whatever gift cards but i don't think it was i think he genuinely he literally like genuinely liked taco bell bean burritos mentioned it somewhere that that was like his secret power
1: it was all or somebody jet skied during the big wave event i was watching it live and i was tripping because they're like you know for the big wave event um at jaws it's one day and so you're surfing many heats in that day if you keep advancing so in between heats The uh, commentator on the ski asked him, like, hey, how do you keep your energy levels up, you know, in between this? Like, what's your diet like? And Kai's like, dude, to be honest, Taco Bell bean burritos. I live on those things. And I heard it and I thought to myself, wow, that is a weird brand partnership. This is clearly paid because they teed up the question and he delivered it. This is clearly paid. But what a unlikely brand partnership. I can't really. I and then I thought, well, we're, what we're going to see is Taco Bell's releasing a new line of product that is organic or something like that. That's what my head did. They went back to the booth and Kaipo was in the booth and he validated it. He goes, yeah, anybody who knows Kylenny knows he'll make you drive through Taco Bell after a surf or before a surf or whatever. So then a few weeks later, um, Eric Logan or maybe the WSL's Instagram account posted at in Santa Monica at HQ, you know, 300 bean burritos that were delivered from taco bell so then i thought oh well this is a bigger brand partnership where it's taco bell partnering with the wsl and what's weird is they're using one of their athletes as kind of the guy like how who's getting paid here
0: i don't i don't think any of it it's crazy i I think that would would you
1: post all that stuff
0: because it's just i think they thought it was funny and then i mean they should have and i'm sure somebody maybe but i'm sure taco bell's not paying I mean maybe they'll put Kai on the team but why do you even have to pay somebody if that's really what they love exactly right? yeah well really I talk think talk about it no matter what probably
1: so then I thought it was weird that Kai and Elo are giving away all this free advertising it actually diminishes their brand to just publish these partnerships without getting paid to do but, it
0: but I think that's the problem though is that honestly as it relates to Kai's personality that's the most maybe the most interesting part of his personality. Is that he likes that Taco, he likes Taco Bell. Bell. I mean, what else are you gonna do with him? Okay, right? so now I'm having an epiphany. Is it just that he's
1: 24? Is all the, are all these questions that I'm having about him just the fact that he's a young, exuberant, vibrant kid who doesn't have another care in the world. That's how you are when you're 24.
0: Probably. Because But no, I think it's I think it's beyond that. I mean, I think he's a no, nothing against Kai, but probably a particularly shallow 24-year-old, right? Who, he's shallow. The things he loves to do are foil and surf big waves. And, you know, everything he loves to do, he can do. He likes to be outside. He's physical. I mean, I bet he doesn't really have a thought in his head hmm. beyond, you know. I mean, if you asked him, oh, hey, you know, Kai, what about global warming? Or, or what about, you know, this, you know, Democratic National committee stealing the election for bernie if you asked him any kind of question i bet he would have not even the faintest idea of what you were talking about yeah so
1: i now take back what i said about a thin veneer like when i when i see people that exuberant and positive think they're faking i don't think well, they're, they're h- necessarily faking they're like some... let's use ben gravy as an example because <laughs>
0: just to fan the flames of the internet's ire towards us for ben's posse um i love that ben i've i've done a 180 on ben ben is now one of my favorite surfers is he i've really thought about it i've thought okay. long and hard about ben gravy okay yeah well
1: we can get into that but my with <laughs> with ben it feels like a thin veneer so like it, it's sincere he is absolutely sincerely that positive but i feel like if you're that positive in life it's you're like he's covering up kind of a a sadness there's an underlying depression that You need to overcompensate because you don't want that dark monster to kind of rear its ugly head. Yeah, but Ben Ben
0: sort of feels that way, right? Yes, that's that's my point. Which gives depth, though. Which, like, you think, this guy's, like, really putting a good face on, right? He wakes up every day. He says, you got this, Ben. Exactly. He puts on a good face. Kai's not doing that. Exactly. Kai's not talking himself into being... Fun, you know, being exuberant and happy. Correct. Kai just wake, pops out of bed, ding, ding. Pi- Kai, really, honestly, I haven't watched enough of his stuff, but every time I see him, he basically seems to me, like in the way he lives, like Pee Wee Herman, right? You wake up in this fun house, ha ha ha, you're like, yeah, let's go to Kai Foil, and you're just like, everything, ha ha ha, like nonstop, right? Where his, his Pee Wee's Playhouse is Hawaii. You have you know, totally cherry like <laughs> I mean just the whole nine yards. That's who Kylenny is. That is right? epic. Who knew
1: you had a Pee Wee impersonation? Yeah,
0: but it's but isn't is it not true that Kylenny is Pee Wee Herman? true. He's yeah. a
1: child living in a fantasy land with all the talent in the world to execute and all the toys, getting paid millions of dollars to just, ah! so just keep the dream. Yeah, yeah there's totally. N- there's nothing. He can eat
0: Taco Bell and then go still surf jaws. Okay, Elo, I've given I've teed up so many damn ideas for elo none of them have been made the best thing we're going to ever do on this show is get uh a the longboard tour to be just the longboard tour not men's and women's divisions right but i don't know how eric logan is not going to do a funny 15 minute remake of kai lenny as Wee herman in hawaii just running around you know i want to see look,
1: kai's playhouse
0: kai's playhouse and then somebody should steal kai's foil board and then Kai has to go on a journey across America to find his beloved foil board. God, that was such a
1: good movie. <laughs> was so good. Who's going
0: to play Large Marge? Large Marge could be, who would be Large Marge? Um, large Marge, well, I mean, frankly, Large Marge would be Kelly Slater.
1: Or oh, Laird.
0: Or Laird would be a better Laird. Large Marge. <laughs> guy stranded
1: on the side of the road looking for his foil laird pulls up in his land rover and he looked like this when i was a kid i was so scared by large march dude
0: was horrified really funny
1: large laird
0: it's a, a really good idea oh man we're gonna we gotta make this lenny's big adventure if any if anybody out there listening is can draw at all we can start this thing as a cartoon yeah. if anybody's a cartoonist let's get together Let's storyboard it out and let's just do a little fifteen minute animated episode of Lenny's Big Adventure.
1: <laughs> Lenny's Big Adventure where he encounters Large Laird.
0: <laughs> this is so good. That's really
1: cool. Okay, so in if we've got Ben Gravy with the thin veneer.
0: Yeah. Ben no Ben Ben, ben Gra- Yeah, Ben Gravy's a thin veneer. Thin veneer covering, covering up pain, anguish. an ocean of sadness. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then the guy Lenny over here that's an ocean of Peewee's Playhouse, yeah, with no veneer, yeah. Where does Elo land? Oh,
0: I think Elo's Elo's got pain.
1: Elo's a lot closer to Ben.
0: Yeah, a oh, way closer to Ben. I mean, Elo Elo may even be on the other side of Ben. Like wow. the wall of positive noise that Elo has erected might be the only thing keeping Elo from like putting one foot in front of the other each and every day. So, as indicated by the colorful jackets. The giant
1: smile, obviously the, um, every word that comes out and all of the content created,
0: the rote, like the rote business, positive business speak charge forward at a hundred miles an hour, uh, never slow, never stop is all covering up an ocean of pain. And Existen- suffering. Existential Well, now pain. I feel
1: sympathetic.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, Elo's, I think Elo is a, is sort of a sympathetic character. Like, I think so too. I would love to crack him uh, and just uh, let some of that pain come out for a minute, and then patch it up real quick. Help him patch it up. It's okay, Elo. Are you equipped to do the patching? No, but I we don't could, think you we, are. We could we could bring in some some serious professionals. Help. Yeah, Kai. That's all he needs. To I mean, Kai. No, spack- Kai's going to make it worse. Kai would just spackle right over with a
1: bean burrito. That's the problem. Is you can't spackle these problems. You need yeah. to go down to the foundation. <laughs> you need to rebuild from the foundation up. So. Uh, what the ocean of sadness comes from childhood trauma and struggle right yeah. so Kai growing up on Maui obviously you're
0: in paradise he's got he's
1: a great looking kid he's got all the talent D. in the world do you think do you think, never had to
0: suffer do you think Kai I don't get the impression from Kai exactly like I didn't get the impression from Pee Wee before Pee Wee went into an adult theater and touched himself uh I, it's really hard to picture Kai Lenny with a girlfriend. Yeah, he's with Dusty Payne's sister. Oh, really? He's been
1: with Molly Payne for a long time.
0: Oh. Yeah. Do, do, like, do they take like cute Instagram photos and stuff together?
1: Uh, I think they're captured in other people's Instagram photos. I don't think they really publish. Molly Payne? Yeah.
0: Molly Payne's a good name. Yeah. Uh, there's his Payne. There's <laughs> your face. Wow, dad joking, dude. <laughs> um, so, Okay. My
1: point is he didn't have any childhood struggle. We know enough about Elo, like through his uh, work trajectory, he started out flipping a sign,
0: right? The radio. That's what he told us so like that and it was middle America the fact that he had to have a, a suit of armor at some point yes he had to put on a suit of armor means he that was afraid of what the world was a scary place
1: the suit of armor you're referencing is his wetsuit yep that he had fear a hydrophobia right yeah so all of those things indicate that something happened early on in his life trauma right I mean he changed so, his last name right
0: it's, changed his last name yeah Topenberg or whatever his lip lipschitz. I thought it was that I think it's Topenberg or yeah. something or it might be Topenberg. Might be his his hyphenated. Mm. L- yeah, l- I mean that's what I heard. It was yeah. It was that's what it was. I'm sorry, l- l- yeah, Lipschitz.
1: Yeah, Lipschitz. Eric Lipschitz. Yeah, Eric Lipschitz. Um, <laughs> that's literally. His so last now, name. okay. So now here's the other question: Is are we allowed to discuss any of this? Is it okay, like journalistic integrity, whatever? Is it okay to discuss other people's mental
0: health? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So should we delete this episode? Absolutely not. Uh, no, like, I mean, it's all presumptive
1: on our part. Like it is all entirely a joke. Every single like every, we're making all of it up. So and,
0: and also every single person we're talking about has has either thrust themselves into the public eye, enjoys it or is in the public eye. like So that gives if, us carte blanche. We can discuss whatever's in the public eye. I mean, I think so, right? Okay. If Elo didn't have such a robust Instagram account of him smiling and all that all the time, we wouldn't really know it, right? I mean, right. we would have met him and thought, oh, he's positive, but that wouldn't necessarily stick in the memory that long, right? It wouldn't be this sort of daily discussion. He keeps himself in the conversation, like by both Instagram yeah. and I feel that he's pretty forward-facing on... We never talked about Sophie Goldschmidt. We never wondered about her mental health. What is... Let's talk about Sophie Goldschmidt's mental health. (laughs) Is she just broken right now? After After her run through surfing. But... I think she's healthy. Sophie seemed tortured. Every time I saw her. Really? Oh, man. She seemed like she... Professionally tortured. She seemed like she was both confused and loathing what she was doing. Um, And maybe loathing, like having taking that taking her loathing in her job and thinking this is awful my future is going to be awful everything is awful where do i go from here mm. this is uh, life bleak a bleak 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 straight line here's why she's healthy is because
1: she lived her private life Privately, Yeah. And what you're talking about, it's okay to have professional struggles and to fail at a job for a little bit. That's
0: totally fine. And I... so
1: I think she, what you're reading on her was exactly that. It was like, oh, I'm struggling in this job or I don't quite understand the space like I hoped that I would. Her on And stage. then compartmentalize it. As soon as she clocked out that day or went home, she has her family life that fully fulfills her. Yep. And the reason why I believe that is because you and I never knew anything about it. That's a really healthy way to live your life.
0: Just to compartmentalize. Well, to
1: not let work affect everything else in your world, and to. Do you need to take that? No. Okay. We could hit pause. Uh. Okay.
0: Yeah. Pause. Hit pause. Um. All right. We're back on. Mental health. Okay. To today's mental health episode brought to you by BetterBetterHelp.com. As it turns <laughs> out, I do have a
1: mental health sponsor. <laughs> Did you not know that? Oh. This was not the point at all but i do have a mental uh, or a um betterhelp.com it's like a therapy that you can on on our show no on surf splendor they sponsor we should you should get them to kick over here well should we do the ad right now then Um, i think so i feel like it it it's so natural yeah incomplete opposition to taco bell and kai lenny that's i mean that was yeah but that that was was natural too i'll give you the pitch right now okay i'm gonna freestyle it okay uh because i don't have their talking points in front of me BetterHelp.com slash surf. What do you What do you get when you go in there? 10% off your therapy. Is so it online therapy? It's online therapy. It's basically you go onto the web, BetterHelp.com slash surf, and you fill out a questionnaire, and they have specialists. They have 6,000 licensed therapists, licensed in the U.S., but you can access them from anywhere in the world, but they're U.S. licensed therapists. Everything from you know, depression to marital struggles or whatever. These are licensed psychologists, psychiatrists, marriage and family counselors, all that sort of stuff. So you fill out the questionnaire and it pairs you with the right one. And you can do the therapy in whatever form works best for you. You can call, FaceTime, Skype, you can call. You don't do it in person. You do it all virtually. But, uh, or you could do it through text message. Whatever uh, you agree on is the best for you. So you do it basically... On your own terms, in the comfort of your own home, and because of those things, it's less expensive. How much? How much is it cost for a session on BetterHelp.com? I don't know. It's I a don't. Special. If you haven't done it yet, well, they gave me free therapy. Like I can do it. I think for three months or something. I just haven't done it yet. What would you? What would
0: you tell them? Uh, I'm not going to tell you what I would tell them. You could tell it's that. private. I mean, that's what we're talking about. We're we're being surf journalists here. If we could talk about Sophie Goldschmidt's problems. We can talk about yours. Um, yeah, I'm not ready to. No, that's the point. Is we're not talking about
1: Sophie's problems, <laughs> and I am like Sophie in that I'm not going to discuss my problems because I want to keep I want to keep a healthy distance. Um, also, I don't. The first rule. The Hippocratic Oath is do no harm. Yeah. I don't believe you will do me no harm. No, that's really true. I would be be vulnerable and you are going to use it to hurt me. I would
0: be the worst therapist ever. (laughs) Really bad. Yeah. I'm going to give Elo therapy. I'm going to be betterhelp.com for Elo. Do you think we
1: are? I don't know that we're doing any. I think we're uh, making him feel really, really vulnerable and at risk by even discussing his world.
0: Well, I would like to understand Elo beyond a soundbite i feel that that's all we got in obviously we're not friends with elo elo would not consider either of us friends and so why is he going to share with or show any vulnerability to somebody who's not only not a friend but has been very antagonistic and rude
1: so you need to start off trying to be a friend that's how you can't
0: i can't i'm just going to tell it's too late that ship has sailed right i've been antagonistic and rude for like how many years now how many years has Elo been on the team? 3. 2, maybe. 2 years. Okay. So I've been really rude. I've said hurtful things fairly non-stop, right? Yep. There's no going back and being a friend, but what I am is honest with Elo. So Elo, why can't you be honest with me? Yep.
1: All I right. wish
0: I wish Elo would be honest with me.
1: Yeah. I don't think he has any incentive to. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> But if we did hurt his feelings,
1: betterhelp.com surf. Use promo code surf when you check out, and you'll save 10% off the already reasonably priced therapy. Uh, have you ever done – what's your experience with your own mental health? Have you ever done therapy?
0: I've only done uh, marital counseling at the end. I guess I did it at the start too, but it was like the cursory kind of three sessions. Okay, cool. Get married. Uh, like
1: before you get married before, in the church or whatever, they make you go through exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. And then the la, and then I much, th- much therapy was set up for the end of my marriage, uh, but I think I attended very few of those sessions. Did
1: was the intention of those sessions to reconcile the marriage or to help dissolve the
0: marriage? It was to reconcile. Oh, I okay. Think. And I you said,
1: were <laughs> ar- already, it was already irreconcilable in your mind. Yeah,
0: I was going to maybe, maybe twenty percent of them got it yeah that I, didn't bode well i was not taking my reconciliation serious <laughs> seriously. seriously so have
1: you experienced any benefits from therapy in your life
0: um i think it's probably great but i mean and i'm sure that people around me have experienced benefits that have therefore been transferred on to me but i personally myself have never directly experienced a benefit from therapy hmm. not but maybe i should maybe i should go in to do betterhelp.com backslash surf and do some therapy
1: maybe i'll give you my 33 month uh yeah gift because you don't need it you're healthy i don't know dude i think i'm probably do need it um so i've not that you ask but i've done therapy um in situation situational therapy i'd say three or four times in my life like when i was young You know, my parents put me in it when they were getting divorced or something, when there was something was going on, uh, just because they thought preventative measure. And I don't really remember that experience very much, but then I went, I did do it, uh, as an adult prior to getting married, just on a personal level for stuff that I was experiencing. And then I did it in my marriage as well, um, as a couple. And I absolutely benefit from it. Like I think, number one, it's hard to find the right therapist. So you can go and let's say you're uh, not sure whether or not therapy is for you and you get talked into it and then you go and you have a bad experience, it's really easy to write off therapy as a whole and just be like, no, that doesn't fit for me. Well, it could just be that it was the wrong therapist and it's hard to find the right therapist and it's hard to then go pour out all your vulnerabilities multiple times to multiple people trying to find the right fit. But when you find the right fit, um, the, the initial benefit is just talking. Just sharing and purging, I think, is good. A good therapist can then add a bunch of other value to it as well, and you can become introspective and like you start it puts your life into perspective is don't, what it does.
0: Don't you think though that there's value just to closing all that stuff up, locking the door, and not dealing with it? Just toughing toughing it out. I know being that a man almost sounds like a joke, but I do see value in that too. Yeah.
1: I take that So I watched the film 1917, the war film. Did you see it? I haven't yet. I want to. Okay. So, um, you know, 18-year-old kids experiencing levels of trauma that are unimaginable. Yeah. Right? Death just beyond belief. Then they go home from—this isn't in the film, but presumably you go home from war where you've seen your best friend get shot in the face and you carry dead bodies and whatever— you go home and then get married and have kids like it's insane to think like how do you distance yourself from that thing and the reality is people did our grandparents did yeah and the way that they did it was kind of by doing what you're talking about so i wonder if i was now thrust into a war to tomorrow let's say we go to war i get drafted and i'm out there doing it i'm gonna be like uh you know Complaining every step of the way that there aren't new linens on my bed at night and yeah. that I don't have access to wine with my meal. You know, like I'm going to be such a wimp about it that if when I came home from that experience, what are the odds that I would be able to recover? Slim to none. Yeah. Like those guys gritting it out and just ignoring it or compartmentalizing it, maybe it allowed them to survive. That is actually almost a more evolved human being that can actually separate those things
0: i I suppose i wonder sometimes with therapy and all that like the we're all so self-obsessed anyway and nothing against therapy but it just seems like sometimes sometimes just an added layer of self-obsession where what if instead of the therapy and this is Wow really gonna show show's really gone off the rails, but you just went and did something for somebody else, right? instead of going and yeah. talking about yourself, what if you just did not I'm not saying that that's uh, obviously this is caveats everywhere therapy is valuable. I completely believe in it. I completely believe in people talking about the problems, and again, I believe in it so much I suppose that I should better better get some therapy now
1: but you're right, like but doing what you just said is also very beneficial yeah. I mean I think. There's a million different solutions for a million different problems and therapy has its fit for certain things, you know, and certainly doing good for others probably cures a lot of things. Going outside for a walk in the morning every day and drinking enough water will cure a lot of things as well, Um, which people don't even take those measures, you know, and they're willing to jump into therapy or maybe uh, substance usage, treating it with an actual pharmaceutical drug before they'll even do those most basic things.
0: Before they even Um, start try to treat it with alcohol first.
1: I was shocked you didn't offer me a drink.
0: Do you want a drink? No, it's funny. I, w- I don't want a drink. When you were uh, coming over, I was. I never offer water, uh, except for when it's a, like, I don't offer you water. Would you like a glass of water, David Lee Scales? I've got a
1: jug of water. Okay. Thank per- you, though. Perfect. Mine's not the alkaline water that you guys the stock, al- though. Yeah, the alkaline.
0: Um, but uh, anytime, like a, what, you know, a, I don't know, the who's the guy like tax guy or any kind of those people come over. That's always the first, Hey, you want a glass of water? Why do we always offer water to so many people? If people are thirsty. Won't they just say, I want a glass of water. I mean, I Why know do it's, we po- offer water I know it's polite, but it's this yeah. constant, would you like a glass of water? Like there was a, uh, you refinance offer- house person here the other day. And it's, I offer her a glass of water. She said, no, thank you. And then I stopped and thought, how many, to ask her, how many glasses of water do you get offered a day? And she said, I'm like, you know, I'll t- typically do like eight to 10, whatever, th- refies a day. And so eight to 10 <laughs> glasses of water. Like She'd be peeing all day long if yeah. she
1: accepted the glasses of water.
0: All of these glasses of water. Why so th- we t-
1: the reason why we offer it is because that person would maybe feel rude asking.
0: "Could I have a glass of water? If have they you, enter have you your ever, house and ask for something. Have you ever once felt rude? asking for a glass of water if it's water no I yeah. want to feel rude about that but that's what I'm saying so we're offering a thing that it's not like we're offering hey would you like an orange juice where it'd be weird if she said hey I'm thirsty for orange juice without the offer right yeah. We offer the thing that nobody not right. one person in the world has shame asking for right so we should is up a, our game
1: this is a good question now is there anything more rude than showing up, let's say, to a dinner party or somebody's house and they don't offer you a cocktail or a drink?
0: I think that's proper rude unless that is a sober household. Correct. But if
1: the whole purpose of the evening is to, like, dine and, you know, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. I mean, convene together but and I they have... don't offer, that happens to me.
0: Really? Yes. I have, I have no shame in asking for a drink straight up. Yeah. Do you? Or do you just wait and go I don't, dry? No, it
1: depends whose house it is. If it's a close friend, I have no shame. Yeah, but, um, well, I don't know how we pivot off of mental, mental health. health and therapy, but we were talking about uh, you promoting Devin Howard or encouraging Devin Howard to incorporate a non-gender longboard tour, and yes. we were really thinking that we were ahead of the curve on this. Just
0: longboarding, yeah. Who else? Who else has body borders? Oh yeah, that was on beach crit. Yep, even yeah. Bodyboarders have been
1: doing it for a long time. Gender
0: neutral contest. I mean, progressive. Who knew? Who knew that? Remember those posters or T-shirts you used to be able to get that showed the evolution of man and like yeah, one of the from a Neanderthal. Yeah, Neanderthal that, one in the middle. would had a bodyboard, and yeah. then the most evolved was a had a surfboard. That is so not true. It is completely not true. It's the, a good
1: joke though. I it, liked those posters.
0: It was funny, but the bodyboarder is the most evolved of our species
1: and they're also early adopters
0: for a lot of other things like they find the slabby waves they were surfing
1: chopu or dragging
0: chopu well before yeah well before any surfer did it yeah no bodyboarders Uh, here's to you
1: we want to i gotta start a list of all the things that bodyboarders were they are unsung trailblazers progressives yes as one DMer uh put it to me Unsung trailblazers, progressives, and we should come up with a list of all the things
0: that they've done before surfers did them. The mighty bodyboarder. Yeah, love them. Yeah. Would you ever? Would you ever? If somebody said to you tomorrow, "Hey, do you want to try bodyboarding?" Would you be into it? Here, i I'd Not, go for it. Like if they said, "Hey, try bodyboarding for three months, money back, money no. back guarantee."
1: I wouldn't do it for three months.
0: I would do it situationally specific. No. So shore break in Hawaii, I would sure. Do it. But you got a bodyboard out at Huntington Beach. No. Okay, you go to the Wedge. Fine, 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 fine. You go to the bodyboard waves around Southern California. But you don't surf. No. You bodyboard. Do you want you to do it? How would, how, how, would you, p- how, how would you feel in your heart showing up to the beach with your fins and your bug? I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, my heart wouldn't allow it. So much shame. Dignity. But why? They're the unsung trailblazers, progressives.
1: They can progressors. Have, I want them to have that mantle. I don't need it.
0: You don't want to be that.
1: I want to benefit from it down the road once the trail blazes over to me, but I don't want to be on it.
0: Mike Stewart, you're thinking Mike Stewart should feel shame. Legend. He should not feel.
1: You know what's crazy is we can leapfrog the bodyboard altogether and just body surf. And that's what Mike Stewart. Is going to be known for. His legacy will be as a body surfer. I mean, that's all fine and good. The most winning body surfing champ at Pipeline.
0: All fine and good. But he, Mike Stewart has no shame rocking up to the beach with that little bug under his arm. He
1: should. I'm going to try
0: it. I'm going to try it here in Cardiff by the Sea. Okay. What's a good, where's a bodyboard wave around here? Is there one?
1: I don't don't know. This is your neighborhood.
0: I know. But I'm trying to think of something that's a little ledgy and slabby. I wonder if Bodyboarder's been shamed out of San Diego. They're really I mean there's I'm thinking about all the waves up and down right here and I can't think of one that would be very fun for maybe D street on bigger ledgeier But would you have more
1: fun bodyboarding than body surfing?
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Body sure. surfing's so fun. No, you just say that because you're embarrassed of the bodyboard. The bodyboard you got flotation, you got your your got glide down the line. Your bodyboard flows way better than your body i disagree that's completely science right there you got a flat planing surface it glides better but that's not more fun yeah but you're going a lot faster what is the fun part of surfing going fast gliding better what do you want like if we if we take this over to surfing what do you you want a lumpy heavy kind of semi floating surfboard no that's your that's your body yeah but
1: I'm standing regally on a surfboard. I'm not laying down. I'm saying
0: it's only shame that keeps you off the bodyboard. Off it could the book. Be. But I wanna what are the what are the big uh bodyboard is there I'm sure there's a ton of cool I don't I mean sure <laughs> they're not cool, but like bodyboard indie bodyboard brands, not clothing brands, but that make bodyboards. There's gotta be like handmade, hand Dude, pressed. I have no clue. Zero clue? Whatever they are though. Unsung in heroes. ten years
1: from now, surf brands are going to be. Those are going to be surf brands.
0: I'm. I don't know. I'm going to give. I'm going to give boogieing a real second look. Right. In my middle age.
1: I want to read all about it. Yeah. This will net thirty-two articles. Yeah.
0: Sure. Me my boogie, my transition. I will transition it <laughs> exactly. into a boogieer.
1: I'm going to predict the future and say you're going to transition back.
0: Yeah. Into a stand-up. Well, surfer. the thing is, I mean, the real test would be: is it fun? Full stop first. Let's assume it's fun. How much fun is it compared to surfing? Is the question. Okay. Right? That would be the question. Yeah. And of course, I'm not saying you boogie the same way as you surf because you don't. Right. But how much fun is it to surf boogie? I mean, a big wedgie closeout, getting barreled, right? Deep in the tube, not worrying about fins cutting you up. Nothing, not a care in the world deep in that tube versus, uh, out at your local doing roundhouse cutbacks down the line. Right. Cause that's the, I mean, we're talking about not the peak of what's possible. We're talking about our own ability in the thing. Right. So I could, you could, we all could get in the deepest closeout tube of our lives on a book, right? We could do that nonstop. Yeah. Cruising. I don't think it'd be that fun. You don't think so? No. Just like really pedal to the metal in that tube trying to make it out I don't think so I mean making me... it
1: out would be the fun part but pulling into the closeout tubes I think would get pretty tiring well We're sure pretty, sure like...
0: but let's assume some of them stay open and you can <laughs> you can race out every
1: the, but that's my point is like the reason why surfing is fun is because you're trying to uh, get better at this thing like the learning curve is so vast that's true and there's all this reward built into that whereas boogie boarding or bodyboarding I don't know that it's really the best people doing it are really uh, doing impressive things, but it's not that hard to get good at.
0: They're getting close-out barrels what it, they're getting. Exactly. It's
1: hard to get from, like, good to great at, but to get good at isn't that hard. Surfing, it's hard to get good at.
0: Doing dude. those big flyaway airs that they do and landing on your belly at the bottom of the wave. Backbreaker. dude. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how or why. I don't, I don't even know how they project out of the wave yeah. so far, to be honest. Yeah. Landing in the flats, though, it looks so It looks
1: ouchy. (laughs) Definitely ouchy. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to throw out... Before we go to break, I'm going to throw out a couple of news stories, and you can ramble about any of them. Coronavirus. WSL cancels two events due to coronavirus concerns. Sissies. Big fat babies. Uh, Ralph Lauren does their Deep Blue campaign, incorporating a bunch of surfers into their... um, They did a commercial, basically. Climate change, what surf spots will disappear, what spots will be revealed. And then yesterday, Mason Ho took down Eli Hanneman at the Air Tahiti Rangaroa Pro twenty
0: twenty mm. barrel fest. Which wow. is pretty epic.
1: Um,
0: was it was it live? Yeah, I watched it live. Oh, wow. Really? Yep uh on wsl.com yep how does wsl.com WorldSurfleague.com. not maybe that's why maybe i'm just going to (laughs) wsl.com and missing everything how do they not advertise these things better i should be aware of a i just assume that all those qs's six stars unless it's a Volcom pro or whatever like one of the red bull ones i assume that they're not live to air yeah they're live so how many of them a bunch all the time what yeah How do I
1: not know this? You're right. They should be shoving it in our faces, and and that one in particular, because the waves are dreamy. Yeah, it's a right hand reef pass, and it's like head high, perfect barrel. It's epic. It's so fun to watch, and the water's crystal clear and shallow. So the drone shots, you could see all of the reef. What
0: in the world? If they're gonna put these on and film them, how how is it not like equal budget to pushing it out? I have no clue. And Mason
1: Ho and Eli Hanneman in the final. It was a great superstar final.
0: Yeah, yeah. How did Mace look good?
1: Mace looks so good. Mason won it. Yeah. Like Eli Hanneman, by the way, He's a great surfer. Is the next coming of John John Florence almost? You think so? Maybe the next coming of Kyle Lenny. Yeah. The fact that we even bestow that on him now is going to make it now it won't be sure because I feel like if you have that much attention and coddling it's going to thwart your own best interests.
0: I think though, that doesn't Eli Hanneman have a very involved father already. So I don't know. I think he has a very involved father from what I, from what I've heard. Okay. So he, maybe he already has all the, all the crazy already baked in. Maybe involved
1: in a good way or a bad way.
0: I just think very involved. Okay. Like, extremely involved
1: well he could protect against that because i think sure. like carissa moore's dad was always very involved and he did a great job of keeping her normal
0: you know i mean you think carissa Moore's normal
1: yeah really she feels like the most earnestly normal
0: really yeah totally oh you don't think so hell no what do you read out of carissa i mean what kind of person takes a year off tour for no reason Right? no
1: for a good reason what's, probably. A, what's a good reason she's recently married maybe she wants to settle into married life she's got the Olympics she's going to do so you maybe she that, wants to focus on that yeah
0: yeah that's going to help you train for the Olympics not surfing I think, surfing so. on, I think having contest? a balanced
1: life is a good thing
0: no nope, right? I disagree I think that I think that so, I mean speaking of let's back, go back to our mental health okay Let's go back to being therapists. I think Carissa Moore is a lot more complicated than comes across. I think she is putting off the sunny vibes, good vibes, all this kind of whatnot. But I think not that she's tortured. I don't know what's I don't know what's below the surface, but it's definitely we're not seeing all there is when it comes to Carissa Moore.
1: I see nothing but aloha. Really, I see more aloha.
0: The aloha spirit. More you you aloha. dig, you dig, and you see aloha, and then you dig some more and see more aloha. That's it. Okay. I think she's completely Actualized. You put you put that in your pipe and smoke it. A year off, and in your in your prime, you don't get those prime years back. David Lee. Scales. I think she's going to show up even more prime than this prime. I think she's done forever. To be honest, I think you take a year off. Look right. at Kelly Slater. Never won again after taking a couple years off.
1: Yeah, he did. <laughs> what
0: are you talking about? But I think I think I think. Thanks Carissa, for proving my point. I think Chris Moore truly. Competition's heating up underneath her. Uh, or that was that sounded bad. The competition is heating up, coming up like Brissa Hennessy, There's some real talents coming up. I don't know how you take a year off and come back refreshed and ready to go.
1: I think she's smart to do it, and I think that um, she's wise to not. To, she's wise to recognize that her life isn't all about the world tour.
0: It's great. It doesn't have to be all about the world tour when those prime years are done. You only have so many of those prime years. How many prime years does a surfer have, David Lee? On average, eight. Eight. So she's she's taking one-eighth of her prime years, pitching it in the trash. You got to think the year after that is also a find your feet, footing again year, so that's Two eighths. What's two eighths? That's one quarter. She is taking one quarter of mm. her prime years and throwing them away. That's a, that's a lot. That's 25%. That's not what she's
1: doing. The reason why the prime years are only eight is because you're under the pressure cooker the whole time. She is in the middle of that eight years taking off to reinvest to long elongate her career to a 12.
0: I can't wait until we can revisit this very topic in five years when Carissa is homeless. In downtown San Diego,
1: (laughs) Waikiki would be a logical fit.
0: She she can't want to be able to get there. Prime years burned. Prime years burned. I'm looking forward to that discussion, Krissa. Blowing it.
1: Um, in regard to mental health, I remember I literally think that this quote came from the Beach Crit comment section, and it stuck with me as a really profound one. It was therapists. Don't make a living off of sociopaths or therapists don't treat sociopaths. They treat their victims.
0: Hmm. Ooh. How many people have you sent into therapy? <laughs> exactly. As a, that's a good question. I think I've sent,
1: like I ask you, um, do you do therapy? You're like, Nope.
0: Yeah. Never did. Never been. It's like, yeah. ah, well, I think I've sent probably a good handful of people into therapy. Do you think Eric Logan does therapy? I think he does. Yeah. Do you think he, he... comes from the Oprah background? That
1: is so therapy world.
0: Do you think Beach Grit, this show, anything like that has ever come up in therapy? Do you think he's ever gone in and hung his head and said, yeah, it was a rough day. And therapist said, what happened? Well, I mean, you wouldn't, well, this, this website, oh, just forget about it. You, do you think that's ever happened? No. Eric? I don't. I'm going to ask Eric directly. I'm going to ask Dave Prodan to yeah. ask Eric yeah. Logan. Yeah. Have you ever talked about Beach Grit? in therapy. Geez, I hope not. That would make
1: me feel real bad.
0: Really? Giving him something to talk about in therapy,
1: man. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, let's go to commercial break. We will come back with barrel or not to close out the show. Perfect. When you're hiring for a small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. And there's no faster or effective way than through LinkedIn jobs. free. That's linkedinjobs.com slash surf to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Chaz, we're back. Real quick though, I'm yes. real, the,
0: the WSL canceling coronavirus events oh, is yeah. so babyish. Is I'm, it? T- I'm taking my innocent daughter in two days, my young seven-year-old to Europe specifically for the coronavirus. To inoculate her? Just hoping that she gets it and then she'll just, I mean, how many, how many times, how many times I'm going to do a story about this. That's going to be good. How many times can you go stand in front of the Mona Lisa and have not one person around you? Never. Exactly. So this is like the best wave in the world. This is like pipeline all of a sudden cleared out and you look around, everybody's scared of pipeline. Why are they scared of pipeline? There's like a needlefish there that like might poke you. And so, so everybody's out of the water we're not getting that poked with that needlefish paddle out to pipeline that's why surfers i think surfers are born pretty brave in this kind of stuff that's why especially i mean where where was the event they canceled
1: one was in indonesia one was in japan
0: uh indonesia and japan yeah so they shouldn't have canceled the indonesia one because i'm sure the waves were going to be fun yeah they should have canceled the japan one because wow. the waves are probably going to be lousy well
1: here's your problem with your analogy is that are you actually prepared for pipe? You see that as an opportunity of like, oh, I'm going to seize the day. yeah, And then you're going to go out there and get smashed.
0: Not only and that, there's nobody s- in the water to save you. I'm going to smash my daughter, even exactly. worse. You're going
1: go, to go and look, hey, look at how beautiful this Mona Lisa is with nobody blocking our view. And then you're going to come home with coronavirus. And just
0: die in front And front of in f- she'll, she'll be okay. Kids are, kids are cool.
1: Infect everybody
0: else too. Yeah, that's okay. I'm okay with that. I do, I don't. At this point, I don't know why they don't let the thing... Why is there any even pretend quarantines or anything at this point? Just let the thing rage across the globe. It's already going to, right? I mean, how many people are in California sick now or infected? Hundreds as of today. Do you ever wish that you got coronavirus or things like that so you could get like two weeks
1: off out of life? Just, I want to I be quarantined. Yeah. That is my ultimate goal in life
0: is to be quarantined for two weeks. I think the quarantine is in Riverside. I think it's at March Air Force Base or or was. And so would you like to be quarantined in Riverside? Do I have Wi Fi and air conditioning? Uh, uh, you probably, yes, on the air conditioning. I'm going to say Wi Fi is really spotty. Ugh, no. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I can get some reading done that
1: I've been planning on doing for eight years. Yeah. I mean, that'd be good. Okay. I hear you. Quarantine. Yeah, no, I'm okay with that. Quarantine. Wi Fi spotty.
0: I'm yeah. okay with that. Quarantine is not a bad idea. Okay. That's my lifelong goal is to get quarantined. My life? I have a couple of lifelong goals. One of mine was to get it, be on, or still, I guess, be on a hijacked airplane. That's a good one. Yeah, not not a hijacked and crashed, but and this was my goal pre-9/11, but I'm going to still say it's my goal you go fly somewhere interesting, right? Go to Libya, used to go to Tripoli, right? And you sit there on the tarmac, it's exciting stress, people on the plane talking, drinking out the little liquor bottles on the plane, eventually you get flown somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have this fun story about your hijacking.
1: Would you um, become a hero in that scenario or you just want to be a part of
0: this? Well, now you, I feel now you have to, right? Cause you don't know it's 50, 50 or even probably greater odds that you're going to get flown into a damn building. Right. So you have to become a hero now. But, okay. Just to,
1: per, but, to live through the scenario, to
0: live through the scenario. But that's a good, one. in, in times past, if you could just sit back and relax, it's like going to quarantine. Like you no longer have any say what's going to go on. It's going to be something vaguely amusing. Worst, worst case scenario. You have stories for days.
1: Can I co-opt that yeah. as part of my life? My yeah, yeah. bucket list yep. is to be on a hijacked airplane. Yeah. So on my bucket list, be quarantined. Yep. Hijacked airplane now. Uh, a Briefcase handcuffed to my wrist. Okay. That's one. Yep. So just because every film that I saw from the 80s and 90s, that was a thing. And then I also want to experience a proper haunting.
0: Oh, like a real ghost.
1: Real ghost haunting. Like where you really see it. Unquestionable haunting. That ghost comes in and says, Boo. Wake up in the morning to something, or wake up in the middle of the night to something flying across the room. Yeah. And then, like, get my bearings straight and then watch a a chair get moved and then a voice, like, an actual haunting.
0: Would you, uh, if your actual haunting occurred... Would you talk about it widely the next day? Yes. You would say, I really saw this. Yeah. And you know that people would look at you like, well, you were sleepy or you took, what? did you take any medication before you went to bed, et cetera, et cetera. And you would just say, nope. Would it, would it then your haunting, would it open the doors for you to believe other like, would you believe in, in Sasquatches, Loch Ness Monster? Like, You'd have to. We, would, it, would the dominoes just fall? You'd have to. Chemtrails.
1: You'd have to open up all possibilities at that point. Okay. Because life is not what we think it is. I mean, that's the truth. Yep. Ain't that the truth? Yep. It's, it's, all you need is a haunting. I'll openly discuss it on the podcast. When it happens, I will come in and I'll record a special episode. Okay. Just to recount the haunting. Great. I'm hoping that at that point in my life, I have like a ring thing or a, in my home, a nest.
0: Oh. Camera that capture. Maybe Alexa will capture the haunting. I thought you were saying I want a ring thing like the movie The Ring. That movie Ooh, scared me deeply. Gosh, that was horrifying. Yeah, the Japanese version. Ooh. Yeah. All right, so shall we do Barrel
1: or Nah? We sure should. This is a coronavirus-themed edition. I'm excited since I'm getting ready for the oh. coronavirus apocalypse. Um, Partially coronavirus. Barrel or not? Nah, using hand sanitizer.
0: Uh, I'm going to say Nah, except for during this time. Um, I think I'm completely not. Except for coronavirus times, squirting some on an airplane, like on your desk or whatever, on your desk, on your tray table. I think that is a valuable thing to do. And probably in general, I was thinking about it, especially those, uh, I can't remember which Instagram account it is. I think it's passenger shaming, where they have a bunch of, it's just people on airlines behaving badly. And so much of it is dirty, dirty feet on yeah. tray tables, right? Totally. So, so I'm going to say not on hand sanitizer unless you are scrubbing off your airplane tray table.
1: I've never purchased hand sanitizer in my life, and I'm going to continue that trend for the rest of my life. Yeah, I don't ever want to be around hand sanitizer. No, and
0: I think it actually makes you uh, more susceptible, I feel.
1: Hand sanitizer does. Yeah, because yeah. you're
0: just killing, Agreed. You're, you're like killing off your body's natural, your body has a natural way to fight the stuff. They're totally. Cavemen, prehistoric bodybuilders didn't have hand sanitizer. Exactly. They didn't die young. Exactly. So, yeah. And by the way, there's a lot
1: of coronaviruses, and like the common colds that you get are a couple of different strains of coronavirus. Four of them,
0: I do believe. Yeah,
1: so we well, have bested coronavirus already in the past. We're going to best this one, too. And it's not by hand sanitizing.
0: Do you think, though, this one was made in a Chinese factory? I mean, a Chinese laboratory. Do you think that the Chinese, I mean, I guess if they're making nefarious diseases, then for sure they accounted for hand sanitizer?
1: Look, everything, most things that come out of a Chinese factory are faulty and poorly made. So is this coronavirus. That's- really that's a
0: great point if you said it came out of a laboratory
1: in germany i'd be like holy crap i'm gonna quarantine myself yeah i'm not leaving the
0: house that is a great point yeah man i'm gonna steal that one i mean i'll credit you but that's right i'm gonna gonna start pushing that line harder like i wish that i could get on to uh talk news just so i could deliver that line yeah it's so powerful this was
1: this was a chinese factory version of a coronavirus
0: yeah it's embarrassing
1: it's embarrassing so they copied us they took our IP and made a crappier version. That's what they do.
0: It's like a Huawei phone. Yeah. Look at that thing. Exactly. Nobody wants it. Exactly. You have it. You're bummed. But right. not, bummed, not bummed for the reasons you're supposed to be bummed. So barrel or
1: not? Nah? Hand sanitizer? No. Nah.
0: No. Nah. Okay, good. Me too. Uh, wearing pajamas in public. Total barrel. Really? For women especially. it's Yeah. I think it's a good look. I mean, a... I ain't talking about real pajamas. I'm talking about like... I'm talking
1: real pajamas. Oh. I'm not talking Lululemon's $100 version of...
0: Uh, Okay, you're not talking like a silk kimono set that is pajama-like, but is meant to be worn outside. You're talking about...
1: I'm talking about from Target with like a cartoon print. You go into Seaside Market this afternoon, and there's a girl with her hair in a bun wearing cotton, you know, uh, cinch... At the waist, kind of, from Target, and she's got filthy slippers on that she wore out of that No, no,
0: no. I'm going to put, though, in the same exact camp as that, the same exact, exact, is your damn yoga pants. Like, at this point, you're wearing activity-specific clothing to not do that activity, right? Yep. So, pajamas out, you're wearing your sleep clothing to be out. Your yoga pants or workout gear, which of course, I know this is just a boring even thing to talk about. It's become so ubiquitous in our culture, but I'm going to say it's the same. I feel the same about a woman in full yoga gear as I do about um, somebody in pajamas. Okay. I am so not... did, Did you see how cool my mailman is? He
1: is super duper cool. He
0: wears like those white shades and looks totally awesome and just kind of meanders around. I think he knows my mailman just delivered something and uh i think he knows that he really doesn't have to work that amazon and ups and fedex and everybody else like hustling killing themselves to get stuff done yeah and he knows if somebody sent it via u.s postal service i don't care when it gets there no like that was a proper mosey yeah he moseyed (laughs) up Dropped it, dropped the package at the door, moseyed back, lifted up his white shades to look at something in the yard, and then moseyed right out. <laughs> he was listening to something. He had earbuds, and I'm wondering if he's listening to a podcast.
1: Um, also, there's no better place in the world to be a postman than Cardiff. Oh, my goodness. He's just cruising. Yeah. You couldn't be in a hurry if no. you tried. No, no. Um, I'm going not. I think you dress for the job you want, not the job you have, you know? And... Leaving the house in pajamas, you are going to feel miserable throughout the day. You're going to have a low-grade depression that you can't snap out of, and you don't know why. It's because you never got going on that day. We've talked. Shower, about, put some clothes on. It's
0: totally out. true. Even yeah. even when you're sick, uh, when you like lounge around all day in your pajamas and go to the store and whatever, or or not even. I mean, which which men amongst us wear pajamas? But in whatever version, like me right now, in my sweatpants, I don't feel good about myself. Nope. I have sweatpants on. Yep. I have a sweatshirt on.
1: It's m- almost midday. Ooh, it's almost drinking time. It is.
0: Five more minutes till drinking time. <laughs>
1: by the way, it's 10.55 a.m. for anybody <laughs> wondering. <laughs> almost drinking time. Um,
0: do you want to drink, David Lee no,
1: no, no, no. I got too much to do today. It'll throw me off.
0: That's one oclock I'll, I'll be
1: exhausted by 3
0: o'clock. Oh, anyway. That's a bummer. Um, all right, so
1: we're going nah, obvious now nah on Pajamas in Public. Yeah. Interesting point about the Lululemon yoga pants though. I would double down on what you're saying in that there's more yoga pants that have been weared worn outside of yoga than have been worn inside of yoga. So pants. now they're
0: just so you're saying now they're just pants?
1: I'd say ninety five percent of the yoga pants that have ever been sold sure. never see the inside of a yoga studio.
0: So you are saying that somebody needs to develop a yoga pant because The yoga pant, or what is termed the yoga pant, is just a pant. Now somebody should develop a specific pant for yoga. That that can't be worn outside. Can't be worn outside.
1: There's something in it that won't allow you. Maybe it's a transparency. Yeah. If you take it into daylight, they become transparent. I like it. You can see through them. I like it. Uh, Now, interestingly, the board short, on the other hand, generally worn in water. Yeah. You know, like 95% of board shorts that have ever, ever been sold have seen water.
0: Derek Riley is a big board short wearer around, mm. which I, I used to always think, not related to Derek, but in general, that it wasn't a good look. Derek has made me totally flip and think what a great look it is to wear your board shorts around uh, because Derek's always basically in the water. So it's, yeah, like it's just, it's nice. It's saving where, him a where does he put his keys, phone, and wallet? I think he holds them. Hmm. I think he carries them.
1: That becomes cumbersome
0: does but it's pretty suffer for fashion hurts
1: to be pretty I guess, I guess so yeah final barrel or not nah, double dipping ice cream this is a chip in a dip scenario in a mixed environment like at a party
0: as painful as it is for me to say nah, because it's just straight up gross but it's also so necessary like I've eaten more Dry carrots, celery, those long things, right? Because you do your dip, you get that one bite of dip the tip, on the carrot. On the tip. On the tip, and that's it. And now you've got yeah. to eat a carrot down to the nub with nothing else on it, with no ranch. Do you flip it and dip the other end? With a carrot, you can't. Well, the can baby break... carrots, you can No, I mean, that's... I I don't. I'm saying I wish that... I I wish I could bring myself to. I wish that this was a barrel. I wish that I could stand here and say... Because who wants to eat things? Things that go with dip... Dry? ...are things that go with dip. And who wants to eat them without the dip? No, Especially when you... Like that French onion dip, you get that first taste. French onion. Oh, it's like
1: the powder that you mix with sour cream.
0: Exactly. Oh, that is a good dip. It's a delicious dip. And then you get that bite and you just... Everything... Everything in you wants to double dip, and you just can't. What's the best chip with that dip? Uh, the wavy lays. Ruffles. Or ruffles, yeah. yeah. Salty potato exactly. ruffled. Exactly, That
1: is because with
0: the... R- with ridges.
1: The ridges pick up yep. more dip. Yeah, no, no question. Uh, now, in that scenario, do you turn the chip?
0: No. Man, you, you can't. Are, you are I'm a, a purist. I'm a, I, You're a conservative chip dipper. I am. Do you, when you see somebody double dip, what do you think? Do you you then go dip again? I would never
1: associate with those people. I wouldn't even find myself at a party with a double dipper. But I do see people flip the chip and dip the other end. And then I have to call them out like, hey, did you double dip? And then they
0: assure me I flipped the chip.
1: chip. But I'm still concerned because their
0: mouth was on that chip. It is really close. It is real. Like flipping the chip is very close. And And then they're getting dirty hands too. Right. So their hand was on the part
1: that's now in the dip.
0: I mean, same diff. Flipping, flipping is same diff as double dipping. Okay, what if
1: it's a triangle chip, like a corn chip, and they're dipping one of the ang- one of the triangles that didn't touch their hand of their mouth? They get a pass. If,
0: if we can assume that somebody, which maybe there's a marker for this, a giant triangle, right? A bigger triangle. The triangle as such now is small enough or I would still think it was questionable, but the uh, if you did a Wider triangle, mm-hmm. like with a longer, a bigger base. Mm-hmm. I think th- I think there's something there.
1: Okay, you want to know my strategy? Yeah, how to avoid a lot of this these faux pas. Break the chip in half. If I have the vessel is too large to fit in my mouth, or like to get enough uh, dip on it entirely. Like carrot or celery. A carrot or celery. That you could actually break into a quarter. Yeah. So break it in half, break each half in half again, and now you've got dippable pieces. That's
0: a good play. Yeah. I'm going to take that one on.
1: But again, your hand touched all of it. You, but nobody calls you out on the hand touch.
0: No, nobody cares about the hand to hand touch. It's the, it's the lip touch. Yeah. Mouth touch. Yeah. But should it matter? Back to coronavirus. Wouldn't we all be stronger, have healthier immune systems if we were all double dipping?
1: Look- I'm going to intentionally get coronavirus so that I can execute my quarantine life goal, my bucket list item, and the best possible way to get coronavirus is through that French onion dip.
0: Yeah. That's my plan. I mean, we should have a party with people we don't know with a big vat of delicious French onion dip.
1: Put out a post, maybe on Facebook, uh, inquiring who's been to China recently. Yep. And whoever has been to China gets the party invite
0: party french onion dip
1: french onion dip party we want to hear about
0: (laughs) (laughs) any surfers who go to compete in
1: the indonesia contest
0: come over french free french onion dip yeah by that time though it'll be everyone in the world will have coronavirus yeah yeah it'll be i mean the corn i think it's gonna spread that quick i think the quarantine the day to hit quarantine was like last week i think now it's like well what are you gonna do everybody's got it hundreds falling dead um,
1: when we were with uh devin and he, you i think he brought up that maybe it was started by people somebody eating a bat yeah And we talked about eating bats for a minute somebody messaged me afterwards and was like there's a classic scene in three amigos they're sitting around the campfire eating bats
0: oh i remember, remember that i remember now that you say it but i totally forgot i
1: was so sad that my brain didn't remember it yeah. in the moment because that is a great scene it
0: is a total oh man Thank you, people.
1: Yeah, the internet's great. Uh, our our listenership is great. The other thing that people brought up, uh, since we're doing such a long deep dive on therapy, we talked about therapy dogs.
0: Yeah. In oh. Barrel
1: or Not last week. Yep. Somebody reminded me, Barrel or uh, therapy dogs can sense a seizure before it happens. Ooh. People who have like epilepsy or whatever, like we'll have a therapy dog and the therapy dog starts barking in advance so that the person knows to like stop driving the car or to sit down.
0: Fantastic though. That dog is doing, so if you have epilepsy and have grand mal seizures, get your therapy dog. Totally. I'm just saying about, again, about emotional support. Correct. But I did get hit up by somebody also on on Instagram, I do believe, who had a very tear tear-jerking story about a three-legged dog and something about it being a therapy dog.
1: But were they shaming you for something you said?
0: I think they were like, it's, come on, buddy, get off your get off your high dog here. Just hmm. accept it.
1: Get off that great danger. Yeah,
0: it's, it's okay. It's okay to have a therapy dog.
1: Um, well, this is a communal conversation. This is what's great about the podcast and the internet at large is we throw out stupid ideas and then we get reprimanded and we learn. We become wiser. I changed my mind 15 times per show totally capricious it's capricious (laughs) chess um well this has been a great show glad to be in your humble abode once again around the zinc
0: thanks for coming all the way down
1: thrilled to uh
0: where can people find you what do they need to know beachgrid.com mostly and if you, if you want to hit me in the DMs to make me ashamed of something, but yeah. really just don't, I mean, you can hit me in the DM all you want, but Hard to keep up. I rarely, or I read them half as much. You can email me at chaz at dot Perfect. And for anybody, uh, feeling the
1: tug of depression or marital unrest, betterhelp.com slash surf and use the promo code surf when you check out and you can get 10% off therapy.
0: I'm going to get some therapy this week. Awesome. Oh, we have next week we have this week off since I'm coronavirus world tour
1: and then dancing through the apocalypse. So we'll be back in two weeks from today. Two weeks. Should be the 20th, I think.
0: Fantastic. All
1: right, Chaz. Until then, get
0: better.